Sunday, 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 uh, Coachella weekend one live from Los Angeles. Uh, we are not at Coachella weekend one, but it's an important, it's an important holiday here on the West Coast. It is. And I like that we've mentioned an actual holiday and not a fake holiday, Easter. Oh, yeah. Today happens to be by coincidence only Easter Sunday. It's a religious holiday that some people check out, but. Not us. Do you really believe that man moved a rock out of the way and just walked free? I don't. <clears throat> Seems implausible to me. <laughs> I mean, he was pretty he was pretty ripped, but the upper body strength, I don't I'm not really The jury's still out on his upper body. I'm with you on that. The jury is Actually speaking is still speaking out. of uh speaking of Christ and him rising <laughs> for our savior, blah blah blah. Some uh, a listener of the podcast sent me a DM letting me know that I resemble the cartoon Moses from uh, I don't know. It was it was some type of Disney Inter- cartoon. Interesting. Or some shit, maybe. Well, tell that listener that we don't watch cartoons because we're adults. So uh, that's not a reference. <laughs> they had to do the cartoon watching for us. Yeah, I'm not going to understand that reference, but I'm I'm happy to I'm happy to see that. I'm happy to hear. You're that. familiar with Moses, though. Jesus's father. <laughs> well, I should say now that he looks like DJ Them Jeans, he was Jesus's. Zaddy? Oh, I see. It's I see. So, like- <laughs> so if anyone look, first of all, Moses is not Jesus's father. But if if you look at, you're saying that anyone that looks like DJ Them Jeans is is a Zaddy? Then who is Moses and why is he? He was he was simply just a prophet. Yeah, he was a disciple though. He was really gang. Like he was like okay. He was. He said it. He said he said at the he said at the private table with Drake in the back room at Soto Soto. Okay, so if Drake is God. <laughs> <laughs> is, is Drake God or is Drake Jesus? I need to put this in words that I might. I would, or say, maybe is it is it car, terms of Kardashians? Because Drake's no, I would say Drake's that, kind of crew of disciples don't really seem to exist anymore. Don't right? do not talk about chubs like that. You know that's gang. No, I would say that I would say that in this case, Drake could be Jesus, and maybe Jay Prince is God, or Lil Wayne is God. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> God damn it. Is this disrespectful to talk about on Easter, or are we well, just? Well, then who's br- Moses? I don't know, bro. Fucking Baca. I don't fucking know. Whoever. No, no, no. Moses. He's just Jesus's PR. Yeah, kind of. I mean, he's his consigliere. He's his body man. You know Cons- what I mean? <laughs> like, like yo, the fact I'll, that yo Moses got bodies though. <laughs> Moses got bodies. No, Moses is carrying the. Moses has the Prada bum bag on with the condoms and the weed and the Viagra. Uh, okay, he's got the fe- he's got the Fendi hip pack unisex, <laughs> and it's got it's got his little party packs in there. Yeah, <laughs> Moses carries. And when the security security uh, <laughs> when they go to the day party in Tulum and security goes to check through that bag, they're like, no, no, that one, nah, that one kind of has to come in um, unchecked. Yeah, he's got poppers, BlackBerry batteries. Uh, <laughs> Blackberry batteries? <laughs> Condoms. Look, I know Jesus was old, but I didn't know he was that old. He was using a Blackberry? No, I've been I that used to be the story that that Drake security guard had had Blackberry batteries on him because Drake was so vigorous with the bars right, that he right, would right. need to swap. He was transferring so much data. Exactly. My data bill is quite high on Rogers this month, eh? I don't fucking know. This, my Rogers th- it just the 3G just eats my Rogers up. My my battery and my bill are looking one's high and one's low, eh? You know, we're here. Today is Easter. We'll get we'll get more into the religious stuff later. I just I just need to take a couple bites of that dinner salad as my appetizer but coachella is the main course of this uh of this week well i'm hearing a lot of uh, a lot of chatter online that the celebrities said no thanks to coachella this year 
it's just light influencers. No, no major names out there besides the performers, obviously. Um, so they're so they're just going to Revolve and then going home, kind of thing. I mean, how much do you think Revolve paid Kim Kardashian to go to that party and look like a fat robot? <laughs> how much do you think she got? Boy, you look like a fat robot. <laughs> how much you, robots can't be fat, bro. They're made of metal, but she fucked it up. How much do you think? <laughs> how much do you think Kim K got to look? to look like fucking r2d2 well i mean because revolve they've been they've been throwing these parties and they've been doing shit like that for years so i, I there's a chance that they could have just come out of you know to pay their respects no 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 they don't revolve ain't something you pay your respects to i bet <laughs> they get I'm, I'm gonna say a million minimum yeah i guess so i mean but they i mean everyone was there like revolve party was is more it's not it's not the revolve party it's, it's not the revolve party jason the revolve house revolve festival the revolve festival no, they've just said fuck it. We're a festival now. We're they're basically competing with their their father. Yes, it's like if Jesus was competing with God. <laughs> now, now we're bringing it all back. But the problem is, Revolve Festival 2022. Kim Kardashian rocks a gray crop top as she hits the Revolve Festival. Everyone was there. Yeah, all everybody. I mean, they there. have Post Malone. Post Malone is playing at Revolve. You know, more people are interested in seeing Post Malone than. I mean, Sydney Sweeney was there. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying they just they just kind of threw something together and were like, yeah, we're gonna have. Post-. I mean, didn't Post Malone headline Coachella last year? Like, they get the same level of talent yeah, as Coachella. It, all this is about all this is about is money. It doesn't matter. Like Pia and Davide are down there. You know, they got a check. They ain't going for free. I know it's all about money, but if it was that easy, then how come there aren't? 10 different revolve festivals you know? because there's because this is revolves they've been in the game for a minute they've been putting in the work they've been putting in the work in the gym and they're they're a very uh they they seem to be quite liquid <laughs> they are quite liquid you know but i mean in addition to being quite liquid they have the benefit of being nimble not to get into my scott galloway bag but they don't you know all the red tape and the bureaucracy and the drama that that Coachella, like a huge festival, has to go through, and like, well, you know, you can't do this if you do that, and this guy's doing that, so this person from this agency can't do that. You're, you're telling you're telling me that the head of production Revolve doesn't give Post Malone a radius clause to play the Revolve exactly. Festival? Yeah, I mean that's just one petal on a large hibiscus flower in in the crown. Mm-hmm. It's just they're like, hey, we have mm-hmm. so much money. There's going to be the coolest, hottest celebrities here everything's free it's all good there's no uglies there's no fatties unless they're driving a golf cart and everyone's like yeah that sounds better than regular coachella well apparently i'm i'm reading reports though Mm. uh influencers were complaining about the conditions at the revolve festival Mm. in in a fire fest like situation well yeah exactly sources on the ground are comparing it uh to fire festival and um straight in the dirt with no water under hot sun for hours waiting for buses Mm -hmm. i mean it sounds like there was fights screaming there's a class war you know a follower account war you you got to go to the back of the bus because you you only have 3.9 i have 5.7 it has says here security had crowds of influencers yelling how important they were and why they deserve the first seat (laughs) can you imagine that can you imagine some bitch with so many fillers, her face looks like a balloon, yelling at you that she's important and your security guard is literally like, bitch, I have no idea who any of you people are. <laughs> like, not one of you is famous enough I to be I would hit, of course. I would have sex with any of you. <laughs> yeah. I hate all of you, and I do not wish to uh, assist you in any manner. You have to be a really certain level of celebrity to think a security guard is going to recognize you by face. Well, is it, a be a level really of, level. is it a certain level of celebrity or a certain level of psychosis? I would say, a, a, I mean, I think those two things go hand in hand. 
hand Ooh. Uh, often. You know okay, what I mean? I need fifteen hundred words on that. Don't worry, I'll have it on your. De- I'll have it on your desk tomorrow by noon. I had a. I, we had a big night last night, actually, Jason. I want to talk to you about. Yeah, it, it looks like you celebrated a birthday party. Uh, Dan Dan Frommer celebrated his fortieth birthday, and Lauren Lauren said, "I'm written out squirrel, baby." She said. She said, "What? I don't care what it costs. We're having dinner at Squirrel, bitch." So she shut Squirrel down. She shut. She shut Squirrel down. Jessica was there in the kitchen, she, delivering a delicious. Uh, I love their twist on dinner. <laughs> and a little birdie, a little birdie did tell me that it might be coming soon for you regular people out there as well. Oh wow, this is That's a right. how long gone exclusive. That's right, but there was a, a lentil that really stuck with me. <laughs> a delicious, a delicious lentil. The, apparently, the steak was amazing with some sort of. Uh, whipped horseradish dipping sauce of some kind. <laughs> the lentil really stuck with me. The lentil <laughs> stuck with me. I was seated next to a friend of the show, Scott Sternberg. Wow, this sounds like a fun gathering of people. I wish I was friends with them so I can get an invite. But hey, maybe next year. Maybe 41 from them. I mean, there you were talked about quite a lot at the table. And actually, Dan... So I don't need the lies, Chris. I don't need the no, fucking it's true. lies. Dan also... Dan was getting his fucking drip on. Like, Dan had on a corduroy... The rose suit with the with the polished brown para boots on the feet. Okay, I was like, Dan, you didn't have to, Dan, you didn't have to go this hard. The, yeah, the subbies are up. The lifetime subscriptions must be coming through. Mm-hmm. But he's mm-hmm. the one who introduced me, so he was telling me that he just he was like, bro, I just tried some eighty dollar coffee, <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, I bought some eighty dollar beans from this place in Arkansas. And I said, Dan, send me the fucking link because you know I'm going to buy that. Mm-hmm. So I did buy the $80 beans from Onyx in Ar- Arkansas this morning. In Arkansas. To be delivered to your house. Ooh, okay. Let's cut out the middleman. But my question becomes, because then you know, I'm looking at the site. I'm scrolling through. Of course, it's got bad design that feels like motorcycle adjacent. You know what I mean? Like Deus Ex Machina? Yeah, but I'm like, what is the... You know, there's the tw- there's the twelve. I think it goes from like fifteen to twenty to eighty. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm I'm like, I guess this is just like a, a scarcity game. Yeah, it must be. It must be. I mean, you know, coffee. If you ask me, it's kind of like a drug, and I think that's mm-hmm. kind of how it works as well in terms of drugs, right? That's funny. Yeah, because love is my drug, but coffee sometimes can be kind of snuck in there. Dude, in the, both of the them, same. honestly, when you think about it, it's it's crazy. But yeah, so I, I, those beans are going to be delivered. Uh, to you so last night i had a delicious meal but i also learned a lot which is kind of nice and before that Damn. i had a big day i had to go all the way to the east side to have lunch with with friend of the show ryan o'connell all the way to the east side was able to bless me with his new book but this guy bro this guy's got a, a he's he's in mm-hmm. the new season of queer as folk and his book is coming out within a week of each other yeah and the book is about gay stuff too the book everything is about gay stuff i believe tip yeah. to tails all gay stuff yeah i yeah. mean Ryan O'Connell's having the best week ever. He really is, and he looks great. He told me that he had a trainer in New Orleans that got him into machines, which for his body really helped him, and he's looking shredded. So, so you mean instead of doing the free weights, like doing some assisted machine work? Yeah, yeah, exactly. He said that he said that for him it really worked, and it like helps him brace his, you know, whatever. I don't know. It was interesting. But uh, but I forgot so to tell cool. you this this joke that Scott Sternberg made at my expense last night. Well, don't tell it to me. Tell it to America, nay, the world. I said, bye, Scott. I'll see you later. I give him a hug, and he feels my sweater, and he's like, oh, that's nice. What, what is that? And I said, oh, that's, it's La Mer. And he goes, have you ever had sex with a man? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I said, no, I haven't. And he said, oh, it's just a matter of time. <laughs> so thanks for that. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll that. try to insert a ticking clock sound effect onto, this, <laughs> onto the podcast right here. I mean, to Thank me, you, you know, is that 
because it, it doesn't read as an insult. It kind of reads as a, a pickup line almost. This is the mystery method. He's nagging He's, you. Yeah, the mystery and method. And he wants to get a slice of <laughs> he wants to get a slice of your gluten free tea cake. That lemon tart that Jessica made for dessert is is mm-hmm. no comparison to mine. Yeah, I'm gonna need one of those to go uh, to. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah, so I had a I had a jam packed, no pun intended, day yesterday. Jam packed. Okay, that's good. That's good. I went I went on a little day trip. We went over, had a little kind of beach day, just cruised around. Got a little poke. You drove this, to this Hawaii. Nice. This is chill. Or you you eat poke stateside. You eat poke in the on the mainland. The, the Forty eight. That's crazy, dude. I didn't think you. I thought you were a foodie. No, they make good poke in America as well. Not just in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Do they have it at Seven Eleven, or do you have to go to like a special place with like pink wallpaper and stuff? Gas station, Arco, stuff like that. Arco. Know? I've you know I've never had poke. Really. No, doesn't interest me at all. It's just sushi. I know, I know it is. Sushi broke down. It's just broke down sushi. <laughs> it just broke down sushi. I just don't have any interest in it. I don't know why. Too ethnic? It's probably too ethnic for you. The problem is I did see, I tweeted about this and people, of course, are mad at me, but I saw this woman pour water into her hand and let a dog lick it out. Mm-hmm. I guess that's normal to do. I've done that before only in... You know, an emergency kind of dire situation. It's a hundred degrees. You're you're hiking up in Griffith. Your dog looks like it's about to get airlifted out. Okay, well, just to set the scene, just to set the scene, it was seventy <laughs> degree. It was seventy degrees, and there were so many dogs at this restaurant. There were bowl. They were clearly giving out bowls of water. <laughs> you know, and probably not even a bowl. Not even one of your little chefs cups probably like a nice handmade ceramic a heath offering what uh what restaurant yeah, was this yeah. at if you don't mind me asking botanica oh botanica. Is that botanica got it you know but also i want to i want to talk about something i want to talk about talk something, your Jason. shit chris i want to talk i want to talk about how you know at one point you could it, it was it was really great you could just call a restaurant and you'd make a reservation and then you would show up to eat at the restaurant at the allotted time that you reserved mm-hmm. now i have to go onto an app I have to reserve it. I have to confirm it. Then I have to confirm it again. And then maybe I have to confirm <laughs> it one more time. Mm-hmm. And I understand that this is the restaurants protecting their pockets and I, and I get it. Mm-hmm. But like, don't, I don't like the cute auto response to my third confirmation. <laughs> so yesterday, yesterday I confirmed and I get a, I get a fucking, you know, paragraph from this restaurant saying like, masks are aren't necessary unless you're not vaxxed we're gonna check your vax card dogs are welcome we have a patty it's like i don't care about it like (laughs) this is all stuff that i already kind of know you know what i mean like i already i already know what the rules are like i go out to eat i just don't why can't you just do something without having to confirm it three times well i have a i have a great answer for this question and it's it's the same reason why you know the phrase we why can't this is why we can't have nice things it's the same reason why I have to drink my beer out of a plastic Budweiser bottle at the sports games. It's the same reason why all this bullshit happens because dumbasses fuck it up. Sure. That's all it is. And it's sure. easy. They, they don't want to do it. They don't want to type a paragraph about like normal things that an intelligent person already knows and assumes, but they have to because otherwise it, you know, it's, it's 10 times more work. They have to answer these questions over and over again for for dumbasses. I understand that, but it's it makes every situation, you know. But it, I agree with you. Like it, it was nice when you could just call a restaurant and be like, "Hey, can I come in at seven forty-five? And they're like, "Okay, what's your name?" And now, you know, if you if you call a restaurant, 
they answer the phone like, what the fuck are you calling for? Yeah, like, why, why are you calling me? This is annoying. So that part is a little bit annoying. But I, I have some sympathy for them as to why. I mean, it's the same. It's the same thing as cash. It's the same. You know, it's just like it's easier for them. No, for sure, for it's sure. It's easier for, for sure. them at the end of the day. Our society has switched from the customer is always right to the customer is an idiot, and we prefer you not be one. <laughs> you know, and I, I like that in some ways, but I, I dislike it in other ways. It's a tough. It's a real toss up for me. And also, if your if your restaurant isn't doing that well business wise, you should be able to pick up the phone and, and take a res. If you're if you're running like Din Tai Fung or some shit, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Actually, at Din Tai Fung, you call them, they answer the phone, and they sound like a normal human being. Uh, of course they do, because it's a fucking well-oiled machine. It's not a bunch of fucking cool guys that think they're in a band. You know what I mean? Like half working. Mm-hmm. But you know, this is this is the world we live in. If you want to go out to eat, you got to triple confirm. You got to bring your Vax card. You have to bring your dog. You got to bring some water for the dog. <laughs> you got to. You got to bring your own reusable straw. We won't sit. <laughs> you, we actually won't, won't sit your party until all of your dogs have arrived. <laughs> oh, you! I see you reserve the table for six. I, I assume that's you and and your five five dogs. Correct. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we can put you over here in the corner. We'll bring out a bowl for each, and then um, how many piss pads do you guys need over here? <laughs> we have bring crayons out menus and, and piss, piss pads. pads. Bring up menus and piss pads at the same time. <laughs> God That's damn funny. it. See, now you know why TJ cooks all the time. You're not going to get an argument from me. And mm-hmm. I I didn't I wasn't able to catch this because I had a I'd kind of, we had kind of a late night with with Dan and Lauren, but um mm. I believe Lizzo hosted and was the musical guest last night on Saturday Night Live. Is that is that true? That's what I heard. I haven't watched it yet. I'll be watching it this evening. Um, don't don't you worry about that. But I heard oh well from some some tweets online. I heard it was good. Really? Yeah. The, none of the episodes this season have been good except for the the Gerard Carmichael one. That one was excellent. Everything else has been same old bullshit. But I heard I heard Lizzo's good, and I'm willing to give her. A chance. As long as she doesn't play the flute, I'm I'll good. give it a chance, and I weirdly believe it. I'm still going to fast forward the musical performances because they're never good. So I'm, that, this is another question. No matter who, how are we going to fast forward the musical performances at Coachella? <laughs> you just go somewhere. Like whenever you're watching a band and they suck, you just go to a different stage and watch them. And if there's no good bands or musical artists or emerging uh brazilian pop stars or uh-huh. k-pop groups that you've never heard of to uh-huh. check out then you just go get wasted or you go to sugarfish and and have a couple hand rolls at kazunori wait there's a sugarfish they got a kazunori they got i think they have a different like omakase counter as well no they don't bro come on yeah no every year i love going to the to the kazunori uh, desert oasis i'm i'm, I'm dead ass i'm serious because all the food they have there is just like enchilada bacon burgers and shit like you don't want to eat that in 100 degree weather but they have a little kazunori you go it's in the shade it's covered you get a cold glass of sake a nice mm. sparkling water and you just eat a couple fresh crisp hand rolls so nice so i'm going to be enjoying hand rolls and i might see i don't know megan the stallion or billy eilish back there or you think they have the hand rolls delivered to their to their trailer i don't i don't i i would be surprised if megan v stallion was just kind of walking around general pop oh this is oh this is general pop this isn't like a vip situation this is just in like the one of the food food zones oh yeah i I can't believe that you still have never been to coachella and this is like now this is really getting me excited because i get to live coachella my i'm an old dog 
and you're a new puppy, and I get to experience the world with fresh eyes for the very first time. And it's getting me excited for a trip to the desert for um, for the D-League influencers. You know, see who's going to be there on weekend, too. How bad of a time do you think I'm going to have? I think it's going to be perfect for you. I think the fact that we're going, the way that we have it all worked out, we're going to be able to get there. We'll enjoy ourselves. We'll, we'll get to do whatever we want, nothing that we don't want. And then when it's time to pull the pull the the eject cord and and go home, we go home, and that's it. Harry brought out Shania Twain, mm-hmm. and they did a couple songs together. Still the one. It sounded good, and those are classic songs. But it 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 feels a little Drake Madonna to me. No, 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 no. couldn't be further. Couldn't be further because the Drake Madonna thing. The, when Madonna came out during the Drake performance, Drake had a look on his eye. Of like, I oh, I don't want this to happen, and, oh, oh, and Madonna, Madonna just kind of railroaded his set and did like a weird kind of ceremony for 15 minutes where he like sat on a chair and she like kissed him and he didn't look like he enjoyed it <laughs> whatsoever. And then you know, and then Harry is like, oh, my mom listened to Shania Twain every single day, and I grew up, I I learned how to sing, mimicking her. So it would be my honor to bring her out and do a duet on stage, like the exact opposite. I, of I don't. I just don't. I just don't love it. I don't. I. I don't know. I don't love it. Even why not? I don't know. I just don't. I think it's amazing. No. Everything about it's great. No, I just. I mean, I believe the story. I think it sounded good, but something about it just didn't hit for me. I got. I just got to be okay, honest. Okay, what? It, let's get into it. What do you think it could be? Because I mean, I love Shania Twain. She has great hits. She has, you know, her her whatever six or seven. Absolute smash songs of our oh, childhood. Oh no, absolutely. No, Still hold up. No, absolutely. They're so good, and it's great to have a a living legend like her. On well, stage first of all, she's li- everyone's singing. Everyone knows the words. I don't know if they do. First of all, I think I think. Oh uh, come on. No, I I don't. I mean, I think that like that's the thing with guests like this. I think that his fans don't know who that is. Most of like real young people don't know who that is. Yeah, that's true. They don't. They might know the song. They might know like one of the, for the same reason he does, you know, like, Oh, my parents mm-hmm. listen to this on the radio or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just, I just think that it's like, do you, do you not like that? He was, he was the headliner of the biggest festival in the world. And he has an hour to do this perfect set, and he wasted 15 minutes of it playing no, no, no. a Twain song? No, no, no. Like, I, I just, I'm trying I just, to get to the root of your beef. I just think this, the trend of like, I have to have a guest. Like, I have to have a guest. It has to be like a weird legend. And, and we, ha- it's just, it feels like, why don't you just go up there and do your fucking thing? Like, that's what people are paying for. No one really cares about this. The problem is, they it's going to be good. The problem is, they do. Because otherwise, every star wouldn't feel the need to do it. And it, and it also is... I have a theory, Jason. You have to bring somebody out. And now that there's two weekends in for Coachella, you have to bring out two different people. And it's a thing that people plan out months in advance. I think it's strictly for uh, viral content. I think it's strictly... Like, I don't think it's actually... I don't think it's actually for the people in attendance. I think it's more... For the internet, mm-hmm. that and that's maybe why I have a, a little bit of a problem. Oh, with well, it. I mean, it's like concerts stopped being about the audience in the room ten years ago, and and being about virality and social media. Yeah, no, but sure, sure. No, I mean, I get that, but things is specifically like this, like where it's like clearly like a thing you're doing to to like make sure that people talk about this beyond like he was good or bad sure. at, at the festival. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Daniel Caesar. All it, all it talks about is Justin Bieber came out 
and sang the song about peaches. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, if Justin Bieber didn't come out, no one would care. But like he's only he's only playing Coachella because he him and mm-hmm. Giveon are on a Justin Bieber song to begin right, with. Right, right, right. So right, it's right. a little bit like he has no choice. Like they're probably like, All right, bro, we'll let you do this, but we're gonna need you to bring out Bieber. And if he says mm-hmm. no, we're gonna have to kinda <laughs> slot somebody else in. Yeah. You know and that's I mean? how it is. And then, you know, and, Justin will do a favor and come out and sing that song and and everyone's happy because he's a dick if he doesn't do it. Yeah, that's kind of true. He's a dick if he doesn't do it, even if he's on tour. His chick's got to be at Revolve anyway. That's a good point. She's getting paid. Th- she's getting paid this weekend. Justin isn't. <laughs> Damn, you're right. He really isn't getting paid. But he's making Vespa money, so he's he's all he's good. He's wearing ugly ass Balenciaga sunglasses, singing a song with somebody else while his chick cashes a check for two fifty for doing a walkthrough. That's called a power couple, Jason. Welcome to my life. Yeah, I know you get you. You don't get much for the walkthrough, but you, you get something. There's there's numbers on the board. Yeah, yeah. Well, also, <laughs> I've noticed also every year that kind of progresses and we all keep getting older, I, I've noticed it more and more, especially this year, I think mainly because COVID and quarantine kind of fucked everyone up in terms of social activity. And, you know, I don't even remember if there was a Coachella last year. No, I was think that, I think this is year? the first one in two years. All right. So, so people are kind of like getting their Coachella legs back. And they don't really know how to operate, but I, this is—I've noticed a lot on social media. This is the first year where people are really doubling down, tripling down on the whole thing of like, I don't know how to be social. I'm too old. They're—they're they're listing all these qualif- qualifiers with their age and what they're wearing. Of like, I, is this what a 35-year-old person is? This what a 28-year-old person yeah. is supposed to be wearing to Coachella? This is crazy, you know, like. They don't know how to just like, all right, here's Coachella. I'm going to put my slutty clothes on, go to a desert and get fucked up and dance to music I like. They can't just do that anymore. They have to list all these qualifiers. And then even more so are all the people who are like, here's me and my Coachella Luke. JK, I'm staying at home (laughs) eating all the snacks with my cat. Not eating all the snacks. So the same, like nobody can just go to Coachella. It's like, hey, why do we go to Coachella? It's really fun. You see a bunch yeah, of bands, yeah. hot people. You get fucked up. You yeah, party. It's not. It's not rockets. It's not hard to understand. Yeah. And it's like I don't go to Coachella because I don't like that music. I don't like that people. And nobody can just not go to Coachella. They have to be like. Are you talking, Jason? Are you talking about the famed Couchella? I'm 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 definitely Hashtag. talking about Couchella, but it doesn't. I mean, I don't really know who it's for. Nobody's looking at this, and uh, except for other pathetic people. It's so cool to stay you know, home. Like, why can't you just be like a regular else person and be like, today's Coachella. I'm gonna go to Din Tai Fung, eat dinner, and then uh, watch a movie, <laughs> or I'm gonna you know literally just do any normal thing no because it's a cultural touchstone jason it's one of it's one of america's greatest greatest events um it's 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 something that you have to participate in whether you're participating in it or not yeah you know? it's, like it's f- the same, physically physically it, it feels the same as the um the the super bowl tweets of like i hope the sports ball guys do a good oh, so nothing nothing better than the sports ball guys you know it's the same energy and it's yeah. just it is. It's, a, it's it is. kind of, and then everyone in the, it's it's very much similar to like a, a political divide, and all the people in the middle are just like, if you don't like sports, just don't watch sports, and then if you don't like rock music, don't go to a concert. Like that's all no, you have we, to do, guys. No, Jason, we have to talk about it, and and 
you know, even as a non-football fan, I love the food aspect. You know what I mean? It's oh, crazy. I'm a dip. I'm a dipper. Yeah, like I, I, I call Domino's and I say, yeah, I want the wings too. You know, and it's not, <laughs> and it takes two hours. It takes two hours to get delivered, but there's usually a pretty good discount. And like you said, I have a fresh bowl of Tostitos on the table ready to dip. Oh yeah, and those are scientifically engineered to be <laughs> scoopable AF. Yeah, I can't. I can't have just one. I'm scooping. And in between each bite, in between each bite, I'm tweeting about how <laughs> Silver Lake is empty because all the hipsters are gone this weekend. I could finally go to Intelligentsia Coffee, and there's no line. I finally got a Cortado because all the losers are seeing Billie Eilish in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag I mean, win. Acting like the <laughs> acting like the freeway is still not a parking lot because you know eighty four thousand people went there in a in a city where eight million people live. That's right. Well, I mean, look. Luckily, luckily for us, we're we get to talk shit about it and go and talk shit about it, so we kind of get the best of both worlds. We we do get the best best of both worlds, and luckily we do have a platform this podcast to complain about the complainers instead of just complaining on on twitter that's right that's right which i guess is a little better we'll see it's it's tough to tough to say i mean i'm excited i've i've gotten myself on the list for spiritualized at the fonda on wednesday wait is that 420 that's 420 (sighs) spiritualized on 420 i know it's gonna be tough not to do heroin but you know I, I'll, I'll so be. Four, yeah, four twenty is the weed day. Which, which, what's heroin day though? Well, if you're doing it right, unfortunately, I think it's every day. <laughs> um, but I, but I mean, it, it's every day, and then it's no days. It's not really like a, you know, in and out. Yeah, if you're if you're a real chiefer, every day is four twenty, and if you're a real shooter, there's no days off as it pertains yeah. to the sweet, yeah. the sweet dragon. Well, speaking of four twenty, yeah, back when you were a chiefer. That's right. Did you did you participate in 420 at all? I mean, I know that every day was 420 for you. Obviously, your life was a movie and it smelled like Kush. Your Kush <laughs> was your cologne, blah blah blah. But like on 420, did you ever do something special? Like, oh yeah, you got these eighty dollar yeah. coffee beans. Did you ever get the eighty dollar the eighty dollar gur? No, I would. Or did you ever? You know, like oh today we're gonna dip the the swisher and keef dust or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, I would. I would usually every year I would kind of fly to San Francisco you know and kind of do hit the golden gate park and kind of smoke with my people you know what i mean and (laughs) usually usually there would be some musical art like guster would play okay guster with uh the early dj set from cypress hills be real (laughs) yeah be real be real and i have a lot of pictures of be real from that era of my life i should send them to you but yeah i mean i could do a carousel on instagram oh b b's b (laughs) let's just say that me be real guster um and usually a couple cover bands and we would just kind of smoke you know what i'm saying man just like yeah get high kind of smoke all day i would try the different flavors of course but you would never like blow some smoke in like a pig's face though would you bro come on no that's crazy dude <laughs> nah because back when i was smoking like this like really chiefing you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't legal like it is now, Jason. You didn't was, have a safety net like these cucks nowadays. No, these yeah, they, these cucks have never bought you know oregano in a park in a plastic bag mm-hmm. where you throw money down and they throw the bag down at the same time because you don't know who's ripping off. They who. just ride their little rascal scooter into the cookie store and <laughs> yeah, you were you were tightrope walking with no safety net, right, Chris? I, yeah, no safety net. I was I if I got pulled over, I'm doing hard time. <laughs> I mean, I'm driving under the influence. I got some weed on mm-hmm. me. Like it's not this. This wasn't a game. Before twenty, 
Um, I think the celebrations have, uh, you know, hopefully this year they're virtual. You know, <laughs> I don't know if the virtual, like you, sir, I'm going to circle up with, with be real and the guys on zoom and kind of blow, blow down that way. <laughs> A virtual sesh. We all get our, we all get our blow torches out and our dab rig. What happened to that? Wait. All joking aside, what happened to the dab rig? Oh, there's nothing funny about the dab rig, Chris. <laughs> I feel like there was a period where I was seeing dab rig content all day, every day, and now the dab rig has just disappeared. Mm, I think everyone realized that it was just a little... Too, well, you know what it was? Too crazy. Because like, when the dabbing came around, everyone would be like, oh, bro, you don't smoke shatter? And I'd be like, no. I forgot about... I forgot shatter. What the fuck? You know, and like shatter and dabbing and all that stuff. And I think what happened was either everyone, either there's three options. Either you just kind of die because you just smoke way too much THC. Number two, you, you look in the mirror and you're like, what am I doing? Like, I'll, I should just like smoke a joint like everyone else in the world. And then number three, you know, if you, if you are dabbing that much, then clearly THC is, is not strong enough for you. Yeah. So at that point, you have been kind of taken by fentanyl's uh, devilish wing. Yeah. And, uh, and swept you up into a darker world. Is there a fentanyl shatter? Like a, like a, a brand name yeah. of shatter called fentanyl? That would be smart. That's a cool cross promotion for those guys. It's smart. It's a little gruesome. It's a little, it's a little grim. In terms of the uh, the epidemic, yeah, but I think it's but, I think it's know, very t- nothing turns you grim like a uh, opioid addiction, I, right? But I think it's I think it's saying like what, what what there's there's only so many ways to express this is the best. I, mean, I guess the same way like this this strain of of indica hybrid is called AK forty seven. Yeah, yeah, it's not, and yeah. no one's like, hey, a lot of school shooters use use that gun. Exactly, everyone's just like AK forty seven. That's a fucking that's that's a gun that's gonna fuck that's you gonna up. That's gonna put you down. So, yeah, I'll take an eighth of that, please. Before twenty was spiritualized, um, and I'm I'm bringing uh, my friend, our friend uh, Ryan is visiting from Amsterdam, and you already know he's got the pre rolls, so he's gonna be mm-hmm. trying to blow down in the in the back with everybody mm-hmm. else. Oh, that's the room is fun. gonna the room is gonna smell like be real is in the house. That's exciting, man. I hope you have fun. Is it? Are they playing a venue that has chairs? What if what if Jay Spaceman brought out be real? <laughs> Dude, they probably played more shows together than we than we realized. You know, in the nineties, they probably developed yeah, a pretty good. No, that's true. That's true. They probably played some cool festivals in Brazil. Yeah, I want to know. Also, last last Coachella thing in terms of the billing, I want to know the Swedish House Mafia, one of one of your favorites, one of my favorites. I want to know why they are number one before they were. Added as a headliner, uh-huh. replacing Yay. Why they were listed in a category of their own as a special guest, as if it's fucking Paul McCartney or something. Well, Jason, they don't for, have to be billed like everyone else. For some people, they are Paul McCartney. <laughs> I want to know that, and I also want to know why after Kanye leaves, then they suddenly become headliners, sharing a bill, but listed before the weekend, who is arguably. The most popular recording artist currently. I, Jason, that's called politics of the music, the dirty, nasty music biz. What is it that the the managers, the agents, the PR people that represent the Swedish House Mafia, they who also represent us? Iran, you know, full disclosure. <laughs> what what kind of dirt do they have? I don't what think favors, that's what it is. What backdoor? I, I don't think that's what it is. What is it? I think. Why are they getting this look? I think it's the weekend. I think he's hard to deal with, is my guess. Mm-hmm. And they're playing together. They're doing songs together. Don't forget it. I know I know they're doing songs together, but like I said before, 
there's two names. One of them's got to be, you know, in the English language. Last time I checked, we read left to right. One name's got to be okay. listed. All right, the big other. dog. All right, big dog. Let's not. <laughs> don't go professor mode, okay? Because <laughs> we know you, you ain't got that in the bag. I know that. I know that the weekend has very powerful representation agents, managers, and how come they're like, yeah, I know that we just played the Super Bowl and we get more streams than any other artist every month. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll just take a backseat to these no, three fifty-year-old the guys who do fake pre-recorded DJ sets who haven't released a, a hit song and don't come since 2011. Don't, and I'm a big fan. No, you're not. You're mad because they're bigger than you, and I don't like to see this. But <laughs> I think that I think what's going on. This this is what I think. I'll be playing Swedish House Mafia as our as our closing song on today's episode. Hopefully, some sure. of the new stuff. I haven't checked out the new material, but I think that I think that I think what's going on. Mm-hmm. I want your professional. You're an industry guy. I'm an, industri- I'm an industry cat. This I, is a free podcast too, guys. This is normally Patreon content. I think, yeah, this is usually behind the paywall, but my guess <laughs> is that the weekend's like, how much money are you going to give me? And Swedish House Mafia is like, yeah, we're coming back. We have a new album. We, w- we just want to do it. You know what I mean? I think the weekend's more like if you're gonna give me eight million, I don't give a fuck if my name's on the flyer at all. Mm. That's kind of where I'm at with it. Right, that. right. He's a he's above all. He's above. He's in a whole upper echelon where like fighting over billing order is beneath him. Yeah, he's like I'm doing a not sold out stadium tour with Doja Cat. <laughs> I don't. Interesting. And, yeah. So his tickets aren't selling quite as well as they hoped, right? No, it is. Yes, that is what we heard. We heard it together. And I think because people that, love his music when you're listening to it on Kiss FM. Yeah, but they but don't, don't necessarily. It's a little bit of a snoozer. Well, live no, I think. He, well, I think he's also kind of like a faceless art. Like he's not like a super. His music is big, but he's not like a superstar himself. You mean the guy who dresses up like an old, like a fucking Johnny Knoxville and Jackass, or uh, <laughs> a guy who dresses Bro. up? They're like, hey, the new album, the most popular recording artist in the world. Let's make it look like he was just in a, a a terrible motorcycle accident for all every concert Jason, and every. You don't, under, you don't understand art, and I, that's something that we have to kind of. I think with I understand as, it a little as, too well. Is the problem, Chris? Oh, I see. Well, I, I, I just think he's not a superstar. I just don't think his music is so popular. But he's not a superstar. Like people Damn, don't. Okay, I, I have some resolution now, and you know who is a superstar. The motherfucking Swedish House Mafia. Yeah, that's right. Those three guys. They're that- a literal mafia. I remember the first time I heard it. I, the, the very bro, first those time. Those guys look was, like they work at the G Star store, bro. Those guys. Are, those those guys, guys are. If you if you if you took like a human being, a human strand of DNA, and mixed it in in one of those Jurassic Park science machines with just a G Star raw denim store, it was a combination of a human DNA and a. And a Retail brick and mortar G Star denim store. Any three of the Swedish House Mafia members would come out like a crying Swedish baby. Question, question for you because I don't know much about Swedish House Mafia, but are they? Mm. There's, there's one guy that's more popular than the other two. Yeah, there's, there's one, there's probably, there's three of them, and there's definitely a hierarchy. Is that based on a solo career or is that based on looks? It's a, it's a little bit of both. Yeah, I think there's like, there's Axwell, there's Sebastian Ingrosso, and then there's the other guy who's actually the most popular one. I think one of them, Steve Angela, Steve, yeah, Steve Angelo, Steve Angelo. He's like the most popular one. Cause he's kind of like sexy, cool guy. Yeah. And then the Axwell guy, he's kind of like for the heads, 
Okay. Like he's low key the favorite one for he's like the George Harrison of the Swedish House Mafia. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. And then the third one is kind of like if Ringo really did everything, that's kind of what it is. He's like So do you think the least the least popular guy is actually the one doing the most programming? I think the least popular guy so I think they go into the studio and then the least popular guy is the one who ends up being there when everyone's like, All right, we're gonna go to catch, we have dinner. <laughs> We have dinner with um, David Beckham and Posh Spice. <laughs> We're just gonna go there, and then the other guys like, and they're like, "You're gonna, you'll finish this song up though. You'll, you'll, you're good, right?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yes, you guys go have fun." And he's the actual one who's really doing the stuff. I mean, there's got to be one of those guys in every, you know, it's like the everyone bass, has to know their role. Yeah, the bass player of the Goo Goo Dolls is in the shadows, but I bet he's writing a lot of the songs. You know what I mean? It's, it's, you got exactly. It's a, it's a little bit of put a it in terms that you understand. It's a little bit of a trade off. But I remember being a DJ, and at the time when I first heard the word Swedish House Mafia, I was like, that's about the least cool thing you could ever call yourself, right? Yes, yes. That's just, that's about the dorkiest name for a DJ group, the most embarrassing thing. Where are they from? But they, are they, they ended up winning me over. Yeah, they are Swedish. They won you over with their music, or you built with them and you just love them as guys? More the music. I mean, the music is just this bubble. It, well, it used to be back when it was good. It was just like this cheesy bubblegum progressive house music that was just you know for 14 year olds yeah but it, it was honest and pure and they stood by it like we're and now they're kind of be they're, they're they're too cool they have too much money and now they're like we drive like ferraris and and wear like long t-shirts you know big, I mean? they have a big long t-shirt vibe 100 percent. big long t-shirt vibe they got which is, they got a curved him it's 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 below it's below the zipper on the g-stars oh you you do not see his ass at all but I mean, in 2015, that shit was fire. Steve Angelo got his long tee stuck in the fly of his G Stars, and he was late <laughs> to the stage. That would be, that would be tough. You guys have to go ahead without me. <laughs> it happened again. <laughs> but I, I know that. I mean, I know the songs because they just have big songs like a girl singer. Pretty much, it's it's songs. I mean. They had a song. I mean, of course, it's always been corny, but it was kind of you know the same way. Like so much, so much music like that, it can be corny as long as it's honest and pure. Where it's like this is just an unapologetic bubblegum bop, and just give it to me, and I like it, and I and I don't want you to hide or parade as something else or something different, or like I don't want to do that anymore. I want to be cool. Like that was the one thing that you were good at. Just keep doing it. No, I understand that. But they can't. I can't wait. Everyone has to evolve. I can't wait to download it on my Apple Music app and kind of bump it on the way to the tennis court. Get me in the mood. <laughs> you know, We'll be bumping it. I got you, bro. Well, lastly, since it is Easter, I, I wanted to talk about um, an emerging trend, which yeah. seems to be being religious, <laughs> like being Catholic and being Christian has sort of become cool again, um, ironically, or it feels ironically. Is this a thing that you've noticed with your your Dime Square crowd? Yeah, but I I can't tell if it's a joke or not. I think that's kind of the interesting part about it. I agree. You know, people who are just trying to do whatever the most ridiculous, you know, wear the ugliest clothes on purpose to be rebellious or ironic or I like Justin Bieber as an art project, not because of the music or whatever. Like, do you think that they kind of have pure intentions and they have been taken by by God Himself and are actually religious, or uh, I think, is it just performative? No, I think they're probably. 
it's probably a mix of all of this, but maybe a little search for meaning in our in our post COVID world. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can't get those two years back, Jason. Yeah, I mean, or as people trying to make sense of or try to find how to use religion to get out of you know their dark ways. Like a lot of these people may have had problems with sobriety which is like a common reason why people yeah sure find religion or they could just be jealous of jews and they're like damn this shit's pretty sick these guys get to like <laughs> talk about this That's something that i felt and everybody is cool and the and the you know the food's not great but everything's cool mm-hmm. i just i just remember a time i don't remember a time ever in my life where people cared and talked about religion so no, much. I, mean, I mean i think because we feel like growing up it was just like oh those people like are religious and you're like oh okay i'll just stay away from that yeah i mean it was yeah I and mean, now it's like a big thing i don't know if it's a big thing i think it's a micro micro it's, it's a trend in a world that we reside in but i as a person who was constantly i mean when you're raised in the south it's like part of the dna and you just either yeah. you're either in or you're we have out. we have omar apollo billboards here in la telling you that we can cure heterosexuality and then your billboards over there in Appalachia are pictures of, uh, yeah, of, of yeah. Jesus save, uh, pulling the needle out of your, your cousin's arm. That's right. That's right. Because he saves. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I do, I have seen this. I, I, I find it, it's just really hard for me to process, mm-hmm. but it's also like, maybe it's, a, I don't know. It also feels like a weird, like post Hillsong world mm. you know it's a very different th- it's a very different thing but that like crashed and burned yeah you know in a way that it was so popular and like i mean you know it was like pop culture at a certain point yeah you know? mm-hmm. so it's like mm-hmm. i think that i think that religion in general is is more people want to talk about it more than be about it i think you know what i'm saying yeah so. yeah that's true i i just wonder you know because there's always someone who's like on the forefront of of trend setting, whatever it may be, and the, the, and it, and this seems to be adopted by, you know, very cool people. And I wonder how fleeting it is. If it's going to trickle down, is it like um, a reflection of kind of like trad culture? Yeah, yeah, I think that's a rejection of social media and and the algorithms and the metaverse, and we're going. Back to a, a pastoral lifestyle. I mean, I can't wait to milk my own cows and kind of use a horse and carriage uh, to get to get. <laughs> I go to I go to church on Sundays in my carriage. Um, I'm happy, to, you know, I'm happy to do that. And if if they don't have Instagram at that church or, or running water or power, <laughs> even you know, that's that's fine with me because it's just about me and God. You know, Jason, it's about the relationship between me and God. It's not about it's not about anybody else. And I think that's kind of something you need to learn. Amen, brother Black. Amen. That's right. I'm a, I'm a deacon too. Uh, don't get it twisted. I won't. Well, I'll keep uh, I'll keep keeping a close eye on God as a trend. Well, Jason, unfortunately, unfor- unfortunately, I, I you know you're gonna have to start kind of tithing to me, so it's gonna be ten percent of your paycheck. So I'll just take it out. You're gonna get ten percent of this dick. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> I look like <laughs> you need to tithe these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're ready for religion then. If you you know how much 10% of zero is, Chris? <laughs> what if what if you were in a packed church, like Joel Austin level church and they passed the offering plate around and you just stood up and were like, you can get 10% of these nuts. I think that would mm-hmm. I think that could be that's a really cool righteous gemstones kind of vibe for you. We all have our uh, silent rebellions and protests in our own special ways and that's 
That's how I okay. do my protest. It's not really silent, but it is a protest. So, yeah, con- con- congratulations. <laughs> All right, how long gone? Uh, there's a few tickets left for Toronto. We're- yeah, we also have some merch. New mer- oh, new merch yeah, we, coming. yeah, we, we got-, got some hats. We got some shirts. All kinds of new. And I don't uh, want to. I don't want to get designs. I don't want to get too excited, but the Toronto exclusive mm. that Jason put together is something a, a stroke of genius start uh saving your toonies for that one yeah you better yeah we're not accepting any toonies actually it's uh it's card only we use shopify it's a local company um <laughs> we kind of like their vibe they're really nice really easy to work with great back end we align with their vibe uh we'll talk to you soon Au revoir.